When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, a very good Friday morning to you. Thanks for rewinding with us, Marlins Nation. I'm Steven Strom. Marlins get swept for the first time and lose yesterday 6-3 to to the Atlanta Braves. 3-3 three and three on the homestand, but as always, for the recap for yesterday's affair with the Braves, here is your voice of the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, if I told you last Friday before the Marlins started the six-game homestand that they'd walk out of it 3-3, three and three, maybe you sign up for that. Uh, unfortunately, the Marlins sweep the Cubs, and for the first time this season, They've been swept. The Atlanta Braves come to Miami. They sweep the Marlins out of town, who will now hit the road and go to Chicago tomorrow. But now seven games to date in this season series. Uh, and the Marlins uh, are fortunate they had one improbable top of the ninth inning last Thursday, or else the Braves might have won all seven in this series to date. For the Atlanta Braves this afternoon, they beat the Miami Marlins 6-3, and as Jeff Nelson rejoins us now, uh, Nelly, not really sure where to start. Thought just a little sloppy today. Braves were certainly better. Uh, Marlins had an error out of the gates. They committed three errors today. Too many opportunities offensively that they let slip by as well. Right. You can't make three errors against a team like the Atlanta Braves. Well, maybe one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball. You got an early two-run lead with Homer by Soler, and you think, okay, maybe Lozardo will settle down. You know, he gave up the three earned runs four total he almost went six innings i think you just gauge yourself okay how do we how do we compare to the top echelon teams and the top echelon teams right now the teams you have had a hard time playing against have been the mets and also the braves yep uh, you know what you have to do to beat them you have to play perfect baseball you have to pitch and match zeros with them you have to keep the top guys you know this braves team is an aggressive hitting team and they just took advantage of every single mistake, every single mislocated pitch. And you leave this homestand, I guess, in a little a sour taste, knowing that you got off to such a great start against the Cubs, thinking it could carry over against the Braves. And it's a total different feel. You, yeah. you know, this feel, you, you had such confidence. The Marlins had such confidence against the Cubs. And then the kryptonite comes in the Atlanta Braves and they play total different baseball I hear you I mean they're 16 and 13 after you sweep the Cubs you're thinking all right maybe we finally got this monkey off our back against the Braves we you know found a way to beat them just a couple of days ago but they walk in here and take care of business and now the Atlanta Braves have a six game lead in the National League East uh, Nelly wrapping up here how about on the mound I mean Jesus Lazardo to me had to work for all five and two-thirds innings this afternoon that was a hard day of work it was and you know what you you did some good things as far as pounding the righties of the Braves inside. You wanted to make them not feel so comfortable that they've been the previous six games. And you were hoping, okay, you come inside and then you expand away. You want to make them feel uncomfortable, and that's what he did. But he never commanded that outside part of the zone. He never really went to that outside part of the zone. So you go back to the drawing board and you say, okay, what do I have to do to try to compete against teams like this? Okay, I established my fastball in, and I have that good breaking ball down and on the righties, but I also have to command the outside with a changeup, maybe a four-seamer or a sinker away. 
you, know, you pitch. You move the ball in and out. Right. It's really tough when you're located and concentrated on one part of the plate, and that's pretty much what Jesus Lazardo was about today. Uh, Brazoban was good. He's been really encouraging. Flora was good. Puck struggled. Uh, he allowed two runs, and it kind of opened things up for the Braves there in the ninth inning. But, uh, Nelly, I had fun working with you, if not the, uh, the yes. results. Next so weekend. Next weekend. Against you and I are back together. Against the Reds. All right. Very good. Uh, enjoy your time off, although you don't have time off. You're going no. to uh, back on the TV I've side, got, right? Uh, pre and post. I'll be watching you guys from the studio and okay. relaxing while the game's going on. All right, well, be good, and if you're not going to yes, be good. have a great trip, and enjoy that be good, concert, you know, by the way. Say, I will, but they say if you're not going to be good, be safe. Yeah, be safe being bad. All right, right. that a boy. All right, Nelly, see you later. All right, that's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Uh, let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game here this afternoon. The Braves got on the board. Acuna reached on an E3 to start the first couple of batters later after a couple of strikeouts. Sean Murphy was at the plate. The former Oakland A. Has been terrific in the early going for his new ball club. Here he swings and hits a ball high in the air, deep to right field. Going back is Hampton. He's at the wall. He leaps. He can't get it. It's off the top of the wall. Acuna's flying. He's going to score easily. It's a two-out RBI double for Sean Murphy. The error comes back to kill the Marlins. It's 1-0 Atlanta here in the first. But the Marlins would get those two runs right back in the first after a birdie leadoff single off the lefty Dylan Dodd. Jorge Soler came to the plate. 2-0 pitch, it's hit high in the air. Deep left field, forget about it. Rosario's not going to even watch it. Soler with a big fly. It's his sixth of the season, and the Marlins are in front. It's 2-1 here in the first. Well, he instantly knew that was gone. But that wouldn't last all that long. The Braves would get two more in the second. They got their first courtesy of Kevin Pillar. So a double for Rosario. And here's a ball hit in the air to right field. Playable and deep. Hampson's going back. This is going to tie the game. Hampson makes the catch on the warning track. Tagging and scoring from third is Ozuna. Rosario's going to go to third. And it's 2-2 two two Atlanta and Miami here in the second. And Eddie Rosario was at third with two outs for Ronald Acuna Jr. 2-2 two two the count to Acuna. Here's the pitch from Lizardo. That is swung on. It's hit back up the middle. It's a base hit for Ronald Acuna Jr. And the Atlanta Braves have the lead. Acuna has collected his 20th run batted in of the season. He has scored a run. He's played in a run. And the Braves jump back out in front. It's 3-2 here in the second. And the Atlanta Braves would never look back this afternoon. They led 3-2 going to the top of the fourth inning. And Marcel Ozuna has come back home to Miami. He got scorching hot. He came to the plate facing Lazardo after a leadoff strikeout by Grissom in the fourth. Nobody on one out. Ozuna was at the plate. 1-0 is crushed. Left field. Buckle up. We're going for a ride. Marcel Ozuna just hit a rocket out of here. It's his third home run in two games. It is his fifth home run of the season, his eighth RBI, and the Atlanta Braves lead 4-2. But the Marlins would get one back in the bottom of the fifth inning. Peyton Burdick led off the inning with a walk. John Birdie singled. They were at first and second in the fifth inning for Jorge Soler. Soler's already gone deep once. Here's a swing and a line drive. Hit well deep down the left field line in pursuit. Rosario, he's not going to get it. It's going to bang off the wall. One run is going to score. Jody Reed is going to put the brakes on Birdie at third. Soler's got himself an RBI double. Peyton Burdick scores, and now it's Atlanta 4 and Miami 3. That was a massive missed opportunity for the Marlins. They would not score further in the fifth. Arise flew out to left. Gurriel flew out to right. Neither fly ball was deep enough to score a run. They intentionally walked Gene Segura. 
Then Hampson broke his bat and lined out softly to Albies to end the inning. The Marlins would not get any more in this ballgame today. The Braves would. A.J. Puck came on for the top of the ninth inning. And the second man he faced, nobody on one out, was Matt Olson. Okay, here's a swing and a high fly ball hit pretty well right field. Burdick is going back. He's out of the warning track. He's at the wall. He's looking up, and it's gone. Matt Olson just took A.J. Puck deep. It's a big insurance run. It's 5-3 to three Atlanta. Yeah, first pitch break. And after that, with one out, Puck would load the bases. Riley single, Murphy walk, Albee single. Von Grissom was at the plate with the bases loaded. 1-1 pitch to Grissom is swung on and hit pretty deep to right field, backing up Peyton Burdick. He makes the catch. Riley will tag from third. He will score easily. The throw comes in towards second. Going from second to third is Sean Murphy. That's another tack-on run for the Atlanta Braves. They have a 6-3 advantage. And unfortunately, that would end the ballgame this afternoon. A.J. Minter came in. He put the finishing touches on his seventh save of the season. So taking a look at the totals from this ballgame this afternoon, the Atlanta Braves, six runs, 12 hits, no errors. They leave 10 on base. The Miami Marlins, three runs, 10 hits, three errors. They leave eight men on base. The Atlanta Braves are now 22-10. and 10. The Marlins are back to 500 at 16-16. and 16. The Atlanta Braves will go into their Friday night matchup at Truist Park with a six-game lead over the second-place Marlins and Mets in the National League East. Dylan Dodd is your winner. Jesus Lazardo is your loser. Minter collects the save. We played this ball game in two hours and 36 minutes in front of nearly 8,300 at Lone Depot Park this afternoon. For the Miami Marlins on the mound today, they ultimately punched out 11. That means $275 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. What did we learn? We learned that the Marlins starting pitchers have to do a better job getting deeper into games. They have not had a pitcher go six-plus innings in the last 14 games. That has to change, especially on this road trip to Chicago and moving forward. Okay, let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say after being swept for the first time this season as the Atlanta Braves beat the Marlins 6-3 yesterday. Skip was able to keep it close, but three errors, uh, missed opportunities, like the Braves sweep. Just how would you sum this one up? Yeah, tough series, uh, especially after coming off a really good series against the Cubs. Um, Atlanta's a good team. We, you know, you have to play pretty clean baseball to beat that team and uh, kind of didn't play as well as we should have today and uh, kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. But, you know, again, credit to them. You know, they capitalized on our mistakes and, um and they, and they beat us, you know, three times, you know, pretty good. I don't feel like we've been talking about this all week. Just how tough is this team to beat? Yeah, I mean, they're a tough team. Any te It's hard to win in the major leagues in general. I mean, every team is good. There's big leaguers. There's 20,000 ever. So um, th there's a lot of good players on both sides, no matter who you play. But that team over there is um, top to bottom is, is pretty good. And there's no breaks in that lineup. Really good rotation, and um, the back end's done it before. So it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. you got to play pretty clean baseball to beat that team. I guess a team grounded into 32 double plays. Is, is that a matter of situational hitting, bad luck, or just kind of a combination of the two? Yeah, we hit a lot of ground balls. And we have uh, guys that are, um, you know, working on not trying to beat it into the ground. And um, But that's a – it's not situational hitting. It's, it's we're hitting ground balls. I mean, it's just what it is. So – um, we have guys that historically have hit ground balls in their career and um, maybe more extreme right now the first month than maybe in their career in general. But um, I think we're seeing guys like, you know, Segura made a nice adjustment the last couple of days. And, 
you know, I thought Birdie hit the ball well. Solaire hit with the ball really well today. Um, had a chance, uh, I think it was the fourth inning, fifth inning, um, thank you, um, that, you know, with second, third, nobody out, and then uh, bases loaded. So I just thought that uh, that was our chance to, to score, put a couple runs across. Um, and when that didn't happen, I think the momentum kind of changed. Uh, Lazardo, how would you evaluate how he was out there today? I thought he threw a lot of uh, his fastball played really well today. Um, a lot of um, thought the command was a lot better. Some deep counts that you know didn't really put away some guys. And probably got the pitch count a little higher you know into the sixth inning. But I thought um, that was a much better uh, Lazardo than last time. And um, uh, you know really I thought you know kept us in the game uh, game that we could have won. Going back to that fifth inning, the uh, Arias fly on. You're fine, obviously, with Joey because you get. Figure two more two more outs to play with that he doesn't send birdie. Yeah, yeah, that it's uh, I know birdie's fast and um, but when you have the outfielder that's running in on a ball and then stays behind it and comes through the baseball, Rosario's got a good arm. He's played right field in his career. It's not like he's a he's got a below average arm. He's got a good arm. So um, went out probably take a chance. No out doesn't make much sense with you know your four or five hitters behind him or five six whatever it is four or five behind him. Um, uh, we just get, they get the job done. Um, and then also the uh, throw, Doug Cruz, I think it was in the second inning, going to third instead of second, kind of, I think that, that needs happened. That needs to go to second. We need to keep the double play in order. Um, you know, we talked about it as soon as he came in. He thought he might have had a chance at Ozuna. Um, but that that's just a baseball play. Um, a few innings later, same thing happening through second. We got it had double play in order still. So that's a, that's a baseball um, play and talk that you know we discussed and um, you know he, he'll learn from it. Their pitcher, um, just what did you see from him? Uh, I guess on whether it's he made the right pitches. Let's say in that fifth inning, is him? Is that him making his pitches? Is it just you guys not executing? Just what did you see from him? Yeah, he he did really good. Um, I think that inning in particular, maybe we try to force it. Um, so, you know, taking those quality of bats that we've been taking that inning against them and, um, you know, take a rise up any day of the week with, you know, second, third or bases loaded. In any, any situation, I'd take him up again. And, um, you know, the one time he didn't, he comes through, he's come through for the last 30 plus games. So, um, you know, just baseball. Uh, but I think we might have been a little over aggressive, um, you know, that that particular inning but he did good he kept uh through really good change up um through glove head glove side command on his, on his heater and uh so it, it you know it was a good job by him we thought we could have you know it wasn't because we didn't try you know we just didn't execute there you sweep the cubs you get swept by the braves how do you assess the homestand i guess at this point yeah really good uh series against the cubs um it was I wouldn't say disappointing. We played hard. It's just you know didn't uh, we didn't execute. I thought the um, you know yesterday would you know we just didn't um, pitch as, as good as we're capable of, and um, you know they pitched better than us. I mean it's just kind of what it was you know on this series in in, in general. And um, I think we just when you play against a really good team, um, you got to limit your mistakes. Uh, whether it's you know what type of pitch you throw um, or fielding or the execution part you gotta you gotta play pretty flawless to play to beat a team like that and uh just didn't happen the last couple of days okay that was manager skip schumacher we are right back at it at 221st pitch 
from Wrigley Field against the Chicago Cubs. Marlins just saw the Cubbies and swept them at home at Lone Depot Park. It'll be Edward Cabrera taking on Justin Steele. Again, a 2:20 first pitch in Chicago. I've got Marlins on deck at 150. Make sure to join us as always. Thanks for listening to Marlins Rewind. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.